Yeah, factual shit. Factual shit. What up? This is Akira the Don. Welcome to Ask Akira. This is your friendly neighborhood Don. This is, this is, this is your friendly neighborhood Don. This is Ask Akira. Ah, shit. I lost all my sound effects buttons. Oh, well, never mind. That's cool. I don't care. It's groovy. We're here. It is a beautiful day to be alive. I once again had a, a gang of technicalities getting the stream going on YouTube, but whatever. We're here. We're uh, we're live on YouTube. We're also live on Instagram. Shouts out to Instagram. Shouts out to YouTube. Shouts out to Existential Delight in the chat who says he's got clout. Yo, you are correct. You're you're not wrong. You're not lying. And uh, I frankly, I, I'm proud of your astute observational skills what up Teresa the kid what up youtube hero alex what up primal movers what up mr hillary banks what up everybody it is thursday it is 1 10 p.m it is august the 2nd as we're recording this and it really really is a beautiful day to be alive a truly truly beautiful day to be alive i dj'd last night i had a great day yesterday right i uh i was in the studio all day working on this What's Wave album, which is magnificent and nearly finished. And uh, then I went and DJed. That was great. Really good set. Really good crowd. Banging. Then I got home, cooked two steaks at 2.30 in the morning and ate one of those steaks. And then I was woken up this morning by my son doing Bendy and the Ink Machine impressions. And we jumped in the pool and swam and then i came here and now i'm hanging out with you guys what a what a what a beautiful day what a beautiful beautiful day to be alive what up blue arte blue arte on instagram says notice me senpai consider yourself noticed you bad motherfucker you yo what up mika's music oh shit so yeah i was gonna tell you about this mika's music one of my favorite producers and i'm very excited because you know i've been um I've been trying, I've been working my dick off to try and put out like, you know, the, the, the right amount of music and the right amount of music on the internet is like a lot because <laughs> the internet is moves at the speed of God. And, you know, you put out a project on Friday and by Monday, it feels like a very long time ago. So I've been trying to put out like three things a week and uh, I've been pretty much managing that apart from this week that has not yet happened, but that's because this week uh, I'm essentially getting ahead of myself. So I've been working on the JBP album, this Watts Wave album, a bunch of projects. And what I've done is I've hooked up with a bunch of my favorite producers, a bunch of my favorite underground producers. And uh, we're going to be getting that. I'm basically, I'm like, I'm Kanyeing this shit, right? So I'm getting in a bunch. You know the way Kanye, he makes an album, he goes out to, a, to an island, he gets the Rizzer in, he gets the Dream in, he gets all his favorite people in, and they make an album, right? That's all right. I'm like, okay, do you know what? I spent all these years trying to do everything myself, like everything, but then I'll make a mix and I'll use other producers' music on the mix and it's awesome. Why don't I reach out to these producers and be like, yo, how's about we work together? Let's get this shit on Spotify because I want people to be able to hear stuff everywhere. So I hollered at a bunch of my favorite producers and uh, yeah, we're going to be getting these long form projects. They're going to be like albums. Well, they are albums at this point. We're going to be getting them on Spotify. Everyone's going to get paid. It's going to be beautiful. So I'm very, very excited. Yes, yes, yes. Very excited. And uh, the first project of that whole new way of doing things is the What's Wave album, What's Wave 4, the album, which is uh, fucking magnificent. And I will be finishing that today. 
today is amazing. I'm 14 tracks deep right now. It's fucking so good. Oh my god. JBP album sounding amazing. Bam, 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 bam. Clout, 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 clout everywhere. So yeah, what up? Uh, Mike Beaumont on YouTube wants to know what happens at the live streams of you playing tunes and talking worldly things. Just too busy. Was it down to copyright problems with streaming? Exactly that. It was copyright problems with streaming. They kept kicking me off in the middle of my fucking shit. I would be live. I'd be being a bad motherfucker. I'd be laying it down. And then they would they would delete my ass. So now you're getting streams of me just straight up fucking talking. But at the same time, you've got Source Wave Radio on the other channel. So you can play them both at the same time if you like. And that's dope. Shouts out to the Instagram. What up? Comic Book on 19 is in the house. I was just walking to the Gold 19 talking about how gassed she is that the X-Men is coming. It's coming home. It's coming. X-Men's coming home. Fuck football. I care about football. I do care about the X-Men coming home, but I'm actually more excited. And I've mentioned this briefly, but I'm a lot more excited about the Fantastic Four coming home because Marvel getting the Fantastic Four back is very, very important on a cultural level. I've talked a lot about this new wholesome age, this new golden age, this new psychedelic age, this new space age. And what better to wash us into this new psychedelic wholesome space age than Marvel's first family, an actual family, an actual family of related uh, you know, related people, an actual family with kids and shit going into space, the Fantastic Four versus fucking Galactus. Galactus in the MCU at the point they can now finally render on screen the imagination of Jack Kirby. They can actually do that, I'm pretty sure. And this is going to be fucking intergalactic. It's going to be uh, really culturally important. It's going to shift the culture in a positive and useful fashion. And I am fucking happy about this. I'm excited to be alive at this incredible time. It's going to be dope. Uh, shouts out to Drew Adams. Shouts out to Matar Aid. Shouts out to Mark Ronald. Mark Ronald says, where can I get that hat? You can get your Meaning Wave hat at akiradadon.com slash shop. There is a link in the video if you're on YouTube, and there's a link on the Instagram if you're on Instagram, gang. Uh, Tia J says, love the Moz Wave shirt. Thank you very much. You can also buy that in my lovely shop. akiradadon.com slash shop. You can get your favorite waves as shirts. And uh, let me know if there's any waves you would like to see a shirt that you can't get. You know, I'm all about making your dreams come true. Dreams come true. Dreams come true. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank you, Andrew Sweeney, who just messaged me. Andrew Sweeney is a fantastic writer, one of my favorite writers. He says, Akira the Don, you're not the wave. You're the Don of the wave. Thanks. I will take that. I will take that position. Existential Delight says, I saw your Atman is Brahman post. I would love to hear your thoughts on Hinduism. Well, Atman is Brahman and uh, Batman is Raman. I told Hercules this and he he, he said, I do not understand. But uh, it's good. I'm trying to explain difficult concepts to Hercules. And it's funny, some of me really gets and some of me doesn't. I was trying to explain to him the other day, Hercules, I said, you are not your thoughts, Hercules, because he was complaining that he'd had some naughty thoughts. I was like, well, that's not you, right? Those, That's not you. You are that which observes these thoughts. That's you. You're not the thoughts. You're the thing that notices the thoughts. Do you understand? And he sort of thought about it. So let me think, Dad. And he went, no, not yet. Shall we play now? <laughs> so we played. And uh, that was beautiful. Yes, yes. I really should be start asking some answering questions. But here's the thing, actually. I wanted to uh, just talk about something briefly. Um, I've had to ban some people recently from uh, Facebook. Nowhere else, really. I have to like delete the occasional weirdo on, on YouTube, but it's very occasional. I had to ban some people on Facebook and, you know, and it's, it makes me a bit sad because like some of these people were old fans, you know, there are people whose names I recognized from like 
over for the past decade or so. But I had to ban them because they were they were in there like just dropping the N word, just straight up dropping the N word. How bigoted can you get? Going up in people's Facebooks and just like dropping the N word, and they're dropping the N word on me because like because uh, they live in their their you know their ideological sort of bubble tunnel thing, and uh, they're a bit confused by by some of the uh, things I've done lately. Like I I posted something the other day, and I was saying um, I was really annoyed because I was getting back from DJing and I, I got my YouTube and I'm trying YouTube Premium right now so I can listen to YouTube as I walk around the streets. And uh, I go on my YouTube and it's trying to make me watch Stephen Colbert and The Daily Show and Saturday Night Live. I'm like, why would why do you think based on my viewing history, I would ever want to watch this shit? And it's like, I don't want to watch TV on YouTube. I don't want TV trash on my YouTube. I want YouTube on my YouTube. It's, it's YouTube. It's not they tube. If I wanted they, I would go and watch they on a TV like 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 old people. But uh, that's not what we do in the future. We don't fuck with that shit. All right. I ain't about that life. I don't want that. And I'll be like, I press the little dot, dot, dot. And I'll be like, uh, go away. Get ye hence. But it still comes back. Anyway, I posted something about this and it, and it blew up on Twitter. And um, I reposted it on Facebook. And a couple people were like, got really angry. And what they got angry about was that, uh, that I, the shows I'd mentioned, it was Stephen Colbert and The Daily Show and, uh, and Comedy Central. And so they took this as a political statement. It was nothing to do, even though these are old school fans of mine. I'm a motherfucker, how many songs have I written about not liking television? It's, it's a lot, right? I had a whole song called I Don't Own a TV that sampled Squeeze and we cleared the sample. And it was an anthem about TV being bullshit and how like just turn off your TV and like bang your wife type thing. It's like, it was an anthem for righteousness. <laughs> it's like, but because the shows I mentioned are essentially, they're aligned with a specific political way of thinking, Suddenly, I was being suspected of wrong thinking. People are chucking and and the N word around and shit, and like they're saying I'm a bad person. And someone said that like they feared for my soul if I didn't find anything of worth in Stephen Colbert. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? You're gonna you're gonna tell me you fear for my soul because like I don't find anything useful in fucking mainstream fucking partisan trash TV. Fuck you. How dare you? How dare you come up in my fucking house, my house on the internet, and fucking cast such aspersions and make such statements? And they're dropping the n the n word like crazy. These motherfuckers. They're dropping the n word like crazy. And when I say the n word, I don't like to say it. It's an overused word. When I was at school, like I got in a fight with a kid when I was like ten because he called me the n word. And like my grandfathers both fought in the war, right? And uh, one of my grandfathers drove a fucking tank, right? And one of my grandfathers was like kidnapped from his fucking school and put in a concentration camp, right? And, uh, you know, he fought N-words, right? He fought Nazis. So don't be chucking that word around like it don't mean anything, you fucking idiots. How dare you? How dare you? Like, are you that far divorced from the real, real, real horrible shit that occurred in the t fucking 20th century that you can chuck that fucking N-word around with such abandon? You just throw it at people who, like, don't live in your little fucking bubble where fucking where uh, Stephen Colbert is hilarious. Like, how dare you? How dare you cast dispersions? How dare you assume what I think or what I feel or what I believe? Motherfucker, I believe and think and feel like I always did. I stand for the same shit I always did, right? Always. You look at my first records, you look at me now, I stand for the same shit. And if you don't know what that is, then I can't fucking help you. But I will fucking block the shit out of you and I will ban you from my fucking houses on the internet because you don't get to go in there talking like that, motherfucker. How dare you? Who do you think you are? She. Anyway, I would hit my applause button right now, but, uh, but it's not plugged in.
Shabba, shabba, shabba. Anyway, yeah, so that's what's up there. It's a beautiful day to be alive. <laughs> Yo, uh, Peter says, huge fan of your uh, JBP work. I think this is the best short track you've made so far with Peter's and the subject. I believe he's talking about The Wave, which dropped last week. I think it's your best thing since JBP Wave 2. Oh, thanks. What software do you like to use? I'm learning to mix my own stuff and you're a big inspiration. I'm coming from a strong music background, particularly with saxophone and improvising. Well, uh, I use Logic Pro. I use Logic Pro X. And uh, do you know what I'm actually going to do today is I'm going to make a video today showing you me making a song. And the reason I'm doing that is because my very first sample pack came out today. The uh, Akira the Dawn presents Lo-Fi sample pack dropped today on Rankin Audio, which I'm very proud of because uh, I've been using Rankin Audio sample packs for many years as, as a producer myself. And uh, they, they got me to do a sample pack for them. It's fucking awesome. And it's a fucking epic pack. It's over six gig of uh, quality content. My fucking, a lot of my favorite drum sounds and shit I've made. And um, yeah, it's really sick. There's the link for that is in the bio. You can get it from rankingaudio.com. But there's going to be a video on the channel later and I'll be showing you me making some music the way I make music in Logic using my very own sample pack. So, brap, brap, brap. Uh, I'm excited about that. It's fucking, it's honestly, it's a beautiful, beautiful day to be alive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what up, everyone in the chat on YouTube there? How are you doing? How are you? I'm glad you're here. This is lovely. Yankee Lover says 21K. Choo choo. Congrats, my brother. Yeah, thank you. We, we, we crushed. 21k subs on YouTube yesterday. That was fucking great. Steven Thomas says, did you get that Terrence McKenna torrent? Thank you, brother, I did. He sent me a Terrence McKenna torrent. It was like 500 gig of Terrence McKenna stuff. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Existential delight. Oh, I never answered your question about Atman is Brahman, did I? But anyway, as regards to my thoughts on Hinduism, well, I believe that this is uh, an important way. It's, a, it's, you know, it's one way of looking, looking at the, the puzzle, you know? And what I'm trying to do with this meaning wave stuff over here is look at the important parts of our cultural puzzle from different angles is what I'm doing. So, you know, Peterson looks at the thing from one angle and he has a very valuable insight. And Alan Watts looks at things from another angle, part of which is the, the angle uh, that has an acute knowledge of uh, Hinduism. And uh, that's actually what the new album is about, the new Watts Wave album is pretty much about Hinduism, actually, and uh, or about that perspective and about how utilizing that perspective can be helpful in your everyday life here in the future. So I'm looking forward to hearing that because just making it has been very useful for me. And uh, yeah, YouTube hero Alex says, uh, we have almost 300 people in the, in the Discord as well. That's awesome. Join if you haven't already. Yes, I agree, you should. And thank you, YouTube hero Alex. He's, my, he's a mod. He's a wonderful mod. He's out there modding like a bad motherfucker and just making the world a better place and making the Akira the Don world and the Meaning Wave world a better place. So, yes, thank you. And join the Discord. The link is in the description of the video on YouTube. Yo, 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 yo. The eccentric naturalist says, I know you've probably been asked this a billion times, but if it's not so personal, too personal, are you religious? Yo, that's a good question. Deeply personal question, and that's cool. I don't mind. I, I like you. And um, the answer to that is, well, man is inherently a religious animal. 
And uh, the recent push to just remove that completely, uh, which I was involved in as a, as a young person and as a cute, young, naive person. I read lots of Christopher Hitchens. I love Christopher Hitchens. And I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. I used to be a Catholic. I was raised a Catholic. And um, they kicked me out of church when I was 11 or something for having an Iron Maiden t-shirt on. I was like, well, fuck that. Anyway, um, but my recent, you know, over the years I've come, it's a lot more nuanced, nuanced than either of those schools of thought would have you believe. And uh, I would say the short answer is yes, I am religious, but the religion is is something of my own fashioning. And it's like a, like a bit like I was talking about, it involves lots of aspects of lots of different schools of thought and religions and practices and disciplines, which I've kind of meshed together into, into my own into my own religion, I suppose, and my own way of uh, navigating the world and my own sort of, it's part, you know, it's, it's an integral part of my own operating system. So yes, we can talk about that further and deeper at a further date. But the short answer to that is right now is that yes, I am religious and, and I have my own religion and it's great. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a good darn religion. Shouts out to everyone on Instagram. You've got, um, yeah, the, the lighting is bad for you. I apologize. This isn't my best angle for you, but, uh, you know, I'm glad you're here. And I hope this is in some way useful to you. You know, some people are just, oh, people are waving. I like that. Nice wave. Yeah, I, well, I'm, tr I'm trying to exist in everyone's places right now, which is partly why I'm doing this push to get everything on Spotify. Some people aren't on YouTube, man. And uh, YouTube is a shitty app. <laughs> if you're trying to listen to stuff in the gym or whatever, it's just not the best app. Um, so, the, yeah. Uh, Yankee Level 100 wants to know, is there any art medium you do not like our oh, eccentric naturalist says that's a fantastic answer thank you well thank you for asking the question i appreciate you is there any art medium you do not like uh yeah cable tv <laughs> yeah tv i'll say tv the the old the tv that inserts an advert every fucking 10 minutes the tv that insists on uh having nine people screaming for space on one panel that's got to cover some really important topic in three minutes. That medium I do not like, but I do like things it's given birth to. And uh, I do like its, leg like its legacy is this. This is its legacy. We're right here right now, right? I like that. Uh, shouts out Boogie Mind, you bad motherfucker. Shouts out James, James Aguirre says, how do you remain soulful in LA? The traffic alone is starting to crush my spirit. Well, here's one thing. I don't engage in the traffic. I don't fucking engage in the traffic. I don't drive. Uh, I get the metro to downtown from Hollywood. My studio's in downtown. I get the metro. And, uh, you know, there's lots of crazy people on the metro. Really fucking crazy people. One guy came at me with, um, with a, was it a baseball bat once. But, you know, he was fucking drunk and crazed. And I just sidestepped him. And he missed me. And that was that. But, uh, yeah, I one, I don't get involved in the traffic. So I don't do that. Uh, you know. I choose smart times of day. If I'm going to go somewhere, I'll make sure I don't be going at a stupid time of day. Boom. And aside from that, it's a fucking beautiful place to live for me. Like this, the weather is beautiful. The people are beautiful. The, uh, yeah, it's dope, man. Like there's, I get to DJ like in cool places. Um, I have a pool. I jump in the pool. It's sunny. I know, man. I really, I, I cook outdoors. I cook two steaks every day outside. Like, uh, so I really like LA, but you know, it's, um, it's the way you look at a thing. It's always your own. It's always your choice because there's always going to be good and there's always going to be bad and there's always going to be obstacles or whatever. So you can go, okay, there's a load of fucking traffic. This is crushing my spirit. Or you could say, oh, there's a load of traffic. This is a wonderful opportunity for me to listen to that podcast. I didn't have time to listen to 
sat down like in this nicely air conditioned sort of pod machine. It's, it's just fucking amazing. Wow. I get to sit in an air conditioned pod and listen to Joe Rogan for three hours. Wonderful. That's what I would say to that because it is, uh, you know, shouts out to Jocko Willink. He has, uh, his thing is good. Good. It's like some fucked up shit happens. It's like, uh, oh man, broke your leg. Good. That's an opportunity to not walk and consider what you're going to do for the next year. Okay, cool. Got cancer. Good. Finally, a worthy adversary. Good. Like, he's like, whatever the fuck, however extreme it is, good. You're going to die. Good. That means uh, you won life. You, you, you completed the game. Good. Whatever. Good. You know, just, I try, and honestly, I got Jocko on my shoulder. I've said this before, like a fucking angel. And like certain shit happens, I'll be like, what would Jocko do? What would Jocko think? And uh, that's very helpful for navigating the world in a, in a hardcore fashion. So, yeah, that's what I say to that one. Now, now, Tim L says, hey, Akira, I just wanted to thank you for the great music and tell you to keep on rocking. Thank you for the Netherlands. Yo, the Netherlands has got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I did not create the Netherlands, but uh, thank you for being here. And shouts out to the Netherlands. I would say shouts out to the Netherlands all day. David Duncan says, how's my favorite producer doing? I don't know, but if it's me, I'm doing wonderful. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Thank you. Armand Van Tonda says, hey, Akira, simple question. What is your definition of the devil archetype? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a simple, simple question. <laughs> well, okay, I will, I, will, I will treat it like a simple question. The first thing that pops into my head is uh, Al um, Thingy Bob, Scarface. Al, what's his fucking name? With the egg. So there. Al Pacino with the egg in that movie. There's the devil archetype. That guy was scary as fuck. Green Ghost, 2008. Why did you move to California? Well, I lived in, in London, and London's kind of depressing, and everyone's angry, and it's filthy, and, and um, it's, it's very Orwellian. And I came here, and it was joyful and lovely. And here's one thing about being here, right? Literally, motherfuckers, right? You're in London. People wind down their windows and shout, Oi, faggot, at you because they don't like what you're wearing. In LA, people stop their cars and jump out their cars and run out and go, oh my God, you're so cool. Who are you? Do you want to come to a party? That's the difference between fucking LA and London. And, uh, you know, Charles Bukowski says, life is as kind as you let it be. And so I decided to let it be kind and move to California. Yo, Teresa the Kid says, my mom's mantra was choose joy through adversity. Exactly. Shouts out to your mom, Godspeed. Bless her soul. Bless her soul. Shouts out to you, Existential Delight, watching in South Africa. Shouts out to South Africa all day long. Yes. Gringo says, California sounds like a utopia. You know, anywhere's a utopia if you have the right attitude, but some places more than others. And California is sunny all the time. And if I was going to invent a utopia, it would definitely be fucking sunny all the time. It would definitely be sunny all the time. So there. Now, Donaldo Ronaldo says, could we possibly see another full-length community collab album? Because uh, you're referring here to the Adventure Time mix. Because I, I said, yo, suggest clips to me, gang. And you suggested a great lot. And, I, and about half of that was made up of your clips. So that was indeed a community collab album. Could we possibly have a little poll to determine what the album will be centered around? Like a poll between another Adventure Time or Avatar or any other series. And whichever wins the poll is the next community collab album. I think that would generate a lot of community interest. It would be pretty cool. I think you're correct. I think you're smart. I think you're right. And I think we'll do that. How about that? I think we'll do that. I think we'll do that in the very near future. So, yes, thank you for your stuff. 
Happy Slot Barty Fast says, can you tell us about some of your tattoos? Well, this is something that won't work as well on audio, I guess, unless I'm descriptive, but fine. The very first tattoo I ever got was, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, I don't even have it anymore because it got covered up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was uh, like a picture of this little punk guy I used to draw on my school books. And uh, when I left home when I was 15, just before I was 16, I moved to a different part of the country and I immediately went and got a tattoo because <laughs> I was like, boom, big boy ting now, big man ting, go get a tattoo. And I got that guy I used to draw. And the guy who drew it, who tattooed it, wasn't very good. So it, he, the, the cartoon had his tongue sticking out, but it looked like he had, it looked like he had a penis for a nose in the tattoo. And then I got a girl's name above that tattoo. And there's um, two ways of explaining this. And one way is the way I explained it for many, many years. It was like, well, when I first got to this new town, there was, uh, I got off the train and I walked into the town center. And you know, there's an always there's always an area in a town center where kids hang out, right? Where they, like kids congregate. And it's usually like the punk kids, kids in hoodies and shit. And I grew up in a town where there weren't any punk kids. I was the only one. I was the only kid who liked music in my tiny little town in North Wales. And everyone thought I was a fucking mentalist weirdo, right? So I moved to the, I leave home. I move to this other town. It's a bigger town. And I get off the train, and there's some punk kids hanging around by the town center. And there's like this like beautiful girl. And she's like got fucking dyed, chopped up hair and a fucking band t-shirt and shit. And I go in Our Price, which is a record shop, and I'm asking about this new suede record. And she's in there. No, no, no. I was asking about a record. And she was ordering a suede record. That was it. Pre-ordering a suede record. So I was like, wow. I was instantly in love. And I was like, look, well, just the idea. Like, here's a girl who looks like a rock star, a girl who's obviously into the same things as me. How amazing. And uh, someone told me later that day her name. And I had her name tattooed. And that's true. That's a true story, right? But another true thing is the reason I did that, that's partly the reason I did that. But I think and if I'm being really, really honest and really sort of mining deep in myself, I wanted a way of impressing her. And like I hadn't got like the balls or the the sort of well, not the balls, I had balls. I had loads of balls. Obviously, I'd left fucking left home and gone to live in a weird place and shit. Like but like I thought, I thought it'd be a good way of impressing her or making her notice me or something. I think I think secretly, I think that was the reason I did it. It's a very extreme thing to do. Sixteen, all right. There's this girl. I know. I'll just tattoo a name on me, and then she'll think I'm cool and not in any way mental, you know. But anyway, so that's the story of one of my tattoos, and uh, I've got lots of tattoos. This this one on my neck is uh, from uh, a Lenny Cohen record called The Future that uh, I was obsessed with for many, many years. I was listening to it a lot when I was making my first album, particularly when I was in New York making that album. The record is called The Future, and it's a kind of bleak view of where we're headed. And, and that was, uh, it was very descriptive of that point of time as well. It was written 20 years previously, but it was very descriptive of the vibe in 2005 when uh, Katrina was going down and the, it was the, the Bush years and all that. Anyway, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, for me, it's, you know, the, the bird and the chains and uh, and uh, the what's that line? Something about like the holy dove has been bought again, bought and sold and bought again. The dove is never free. The idea of uh, I always was into the idea of like, you know, these these important truths in religion, but they're kind of like co-opted by swine. And really and they're kind of kept from the people like the whole idea of a priest class getting between the human and the Godhead. I really, that was something that always bugged me, particularly as a younger person, it bugged me. Anyway, uh, and, and aspects of it do still bug me still. 
so there. So anyway, I hope that I hope that partly answered your question. Yo, 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 yo. Uh, Amethyst Rain says some great talents come from Wales. Now my mind is blown. Damn it. Good. Me- Meme posting says, would you ever consider making any more JBP wave, or are you done? Well, I don't, did you check the did you check the channel last week? Because literally last week I released what seems to be the most beloved JBP Waves track so far. It's a single track, not a full-length thing. It's called The Wave. It's from the forthcoming JBP Wave album, whole album. So I am doing more. But uh, if you haven't heard The Wave, go listen to it. The uh, The comments are kind of almost unanimous that it's my best work. It's, I'm, I was kind of blown away by the reaction to it. Um, yeah, it's like thousands of, uh, of reactions to it, and it's like... 99.9% this is the best thing you've done in this format type thing. So that was very gratifying. So go listen to that. Yes. Um, let's go back to some questions. Stoked Stoic says, you are a married man and a woke bloke. <laughs> Do you think it's essential that your partner be able to riff and rhapsodize with you about meaningful topics? Am I putting too much pressure on my partner if I wanted to be more engaged with such discussions about big ideas? What are the most important qualities in a wife, life, partner, in your opinion? That's a very good question. That's a very good question. Now, do I think it's essential that your partner be able to riff and rhapsodize with you about meaningful topics? Well, I think it's essential that you and your partner can discuss things of meaning, yes, of meaning to you, because... If you can't discuss things of meaning together, what will you discuss? Well, I mean, maybe you'll discuss things that aren't meaningful, and then that will be weird. Now, I don't think that your uh, partner needs to be necessarily interested in exactly the same things as you. You should be able to talk about things. Me and my wife are fucking very different. We are very, very different. We're almost like opposites in some regard. And that's a wonderful thing because we complement each other as a team. That means I can do some things. I've got a bunch of superpowers that she doesn't have, and she's got a bunch of superpowers that I don't have. And so that's that's very dope. Now, that means that like the the conflict can occur, and we can argue, and we can like because I don't value certain things that she values inherently, like certain things that she thinks are very important. I don't like on a net sort of naturally think are important, but they're important to her. And then when I start looking into it, I go, oh, shit, these things actually are useful things and kind of should be important to me. And just because they're not doesn't mean that they they could be or should be. So anyway, uh, I think that it's definitely important for you to be able to be honest with your partner. Now, you can talk about stuff and maybe they're not necessarily it's it's their area of interest, but you can discuss them together. And like because they're important to you, then then they, then they if your partner cares about you, then they will care about those things being important to you. And maybe they'll put some effort into looking into them. And, and maybe it'll take a while. Me and my wife have talked about things nowadays that she wasn't interested in for many, 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 many years. And but just over the past year or so, she has become interested in. And that's great. And I never pushed her or forced her, and I never expected her to. But now she does, and, she, and we talk about these things. And uh, similar with interests of hers. I had no interest in Hinduism <laughs> or uh, Eastern anything. And she was go- she went out and fucking went to an ashram and got taught to be a yoga teacher in India. And I didn't give a fuck about any of that stuff. And I didn't pretend to. And now, recently, I'm interested. And now we can talk about those things. And it's beautiful. Now, had we gone, oh, I'm not interested in that. And you're not interested in that. So we should split up seven years ago, eight years ago. We would never have got to this point we're at now where suddenly... um. You know, 
lots of uh, lots of disparate parts of ourselves are coming together and that's very exciting and beautiful what up terry cloth on instagram says keep it up man i promise i shall says jbp wave is it i i agree it is it it is it uh yes yes it is it um Anne Vu says, things I wish to happen. Akira interview JBP or Akira on Joe Rogan. How about both? Why limit yourself to two th- to one thing? Why can't you have it all? I think both of these things are things that, that will happen. So there. Let's do it. Spacefish wants to know, what is the first step into self-actualization? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Well, I would say the first step into self-actualization is to be aware of the self. And being aware of the self in such a way that you can work out what is you and what is other people. So some people think them is their parents because their parents said a bunch of stuff to them and that became their inner monologue and they think that's what they are. This is a bit like the thing I was saying earlier about explaining to, um, try to explain to Hercules, you know, you're not your thoughts, you are that which watches your thoughts and notices your thoughts because the thoughts aren't all things that you generated, a whole load of them are things that other people generated. That's not you. That's other people and other stuff. Now you, what is you, can take some of those things and sort of integrate them into what is you. But uh, the first thing you need to do is is work out what's you and what's not you. And once you've worked out what's you, then you can start working out how to make that optimal and how to make it true and make it uh, make it what it make it what it could be. That's what I would say. That's the beginning. And uh, yes, yeah. Green Ghost 2008 says, "Are you like Vaporwave Russell Brand?" <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's very funny. That's very funny. It's very funny, particularly regarding something strange that happened yesterday, which actually I can't say anything about yet. But there you go. Amethyst Rain says, I heard a secret staying together is having new experiences together. Sounds like you and your lady are doing it right. Thank you. Well, yeah, I would say moving to another country is definitely a new experience together. That is. That is. Yeah, it is. It is. We dream the same dream. We want the same thing. Spacefish says, thanks, man. That's exactly what I needed. Good. 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 I'm glad. Out here trying to be useful. Uh, Meme Posting says, I am back. It is fantastic. Well done, man. It really is your best. What is? Well, whatever it is, I'm glad it is. And I'm glad you're happy. And I'm glad, uh, yeah. Justin Seltzer says, good to meet you, brother, over on Instagram. What up, you bad motherfucker? Gang, 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 gang. Sto BA says, why is the Dune Wave shirt the first graphic t-shirt I want to buy in years? Because you're smart and wise and because you're a bad motherfucker. I agree with you. You can get the Dune Wave shirt from the Akiridadon.shop, akiridadon.com slash shop. Shouts out to Comic Book Girl 19. That's been a very popular project. Like in a way that like it really seems to be like people really, the people who've heard it really love it. Like really love it. So that's dope. I am glad. And uh, yeah, Dune Wave 2 is going to happen. How about that? Frankie Blades, how much do you allow your influences to inspire you? It's a good question. Good question. 
Well, that's part of uh, that's part of what I was just talking about. I would say that's part of knowing yourself and what's not yourself, right? So it's easy if you're not paying attention to uh, to confuse your influences with yourself and uh, to take too much of other people and ignore yourself or like or not not you know it's it's easily done. It, but it's not something I'm doing anymore. I've actually gotten pretty good now. Like, if you listen to my shit now, and I don't listen to it that much, I listen to stuff when I'm making it because that's all I've got time to do is make stuff and keep making stuff. But I've developed a very unique sound, it seems. Like, that doesn't sound like other... It's got aspects of my influences, certainly. But I've I've got a sound now. I have a sound that is mine. And that's a wonderful thing. But uh, influences are, are wonderful things. Influences are important. I'm constantly influenced by the world. I'm, I'm constantly influenced by other people who make stuff I like. I hear stuff that influences me every day. And you guys influence me a great deal. So thank you. Frankie Blaze continues. Who's your favorite superhero? Who would you like to meet? And who do you see yourself as? At the present time, it's all relative. Well, yes, my favorite superhero, when I was a little kid, it was Spider-Man, probably because I could relate being a kid to someone going to school, getting superpowers, probably that simple. And he was funny. I don't know. And uh, like now, uh, I like Grant Morrison, Grant Morrison Superman, who for me is the real Superman, who's the all-star Superman, who is because he's the symbol of the potential of the glory and the goodness of humanity and that's what I aspire to, <laughs> right? Which is a big thing to aspire to when you think about it. Like, holy shit. But it's like, if you're going to aspire to something, if you're going to have a superhero that you aspire to or whatever, then pick a fucking good one. Pick a big one. And uh, yeah, Grant Morrison's all-star Superman is uh, the benchmark for greatness in the potential of humanity and superheroes as an idea. So that's what I would go with. Who would I like to meet? I would like to meet... Galactus. Are you asking about superheroes or just people in general? If it's people in the real world, so-called real world, man, who would I like to meet? So many people. I'd like to meet you. I'd like to meet all of you. I'd like to meet all of you at a festival type situation and we can have a big party. I think that would be wonderful. Uh, who do you see yourself as? Well, I don't fully understand that question, but I see myself as... Uh, as the thing that I wish I was when I was a child, which is pretty amazing. But that's what's happening. When I was a child, I had this idea of what I wanted to become. And I realized last night that I was it. Well, close, very close to it. Very, very close. So close. It's wonderful. If I, if, if, you know, if I could time travel and go back and find that kid, and, you know, he had a rough time, that kid. He was in fights every single day of his life. The the grown-ups didn't like him. The kids thought he was a fucking weirdo. Like, uh, he, he was poor and uh, whatever. Like, he had a rough time of it. But uh, I'm proud of him because he, he didn't give up and he stayed strong. And, and, he had a very, and he had a very clear idea of what he wanted to become. And it took a long time, but he did. Well, he almost has. <laughs> He's very close. And that's a beautiful thing. So shouts out to that little guy. And uh, shouts out to all you guys. Shouts out to everyone out there who's having a rough time. Uh, particularly anyone who's having a rough time at school. 
the one the thing to remember about having a rough time school is uh it's just temporary it will pass really quick and uh maybe you're in a school and there's no one like you maybe you're the only person like you you're the only person you could talk to but out there in the world there's fucking thousands of people like you there's a whole world of people there's a whole community of people who will appreciate you who will love you as you are who will benefit from you who you'll be able to interact with in a way that enriches their life and yours and uh you just got to hang in there man and get through it and uh you know hold on to the good the good bits of yourself and don't let ugly people poison that and make you like them stay you because you're a bad motherfucker and uh that reminds me some fucked up thing i just some fucked up thing happened what's i don't know his name he is a guy called the quartering he has a youtube channel he's like a magic the gathering fan like geek type guy He's just a geek guy. He has a YouTube channel. Uh, apparently, he was at some. He's at some uh, convention, and some guy comes up to him and is like, "Oh, are you this guy?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, the way you do. I do this all the time." People are always like, "Oh, you were Kira Dedon, yeah. Oh, hey, great to meet you. Shake hands." You know, this guy's like, "Oh, are you such and such?" He's like, "Yeah." The guy punches him in the face and just keeps punching him in the face. Just fucking keeps punching him in the face until some people pull him off him. Then he runs off like a fucking pussy. Um, this is fucking fucked up. And what's funny about this is the person who punched him in the face thinks he's virtuous because the person who punched him in the face thinks that he is a bad guy. This guy, the quartering, thinks he's a bad guy because uh, he's in his mind on the wrong side of this culture war thing. So quartering guy, I think his big crime was that uh, he said something about uh, someone cosplaying and like selling pictures of themselves saying that it was like lingerie modeling. I don't know what it was, whatever. He said a thing and some people disagreed with it. And what's fucked up. I didn't give a fuck what you say actually, because there's a whole fucking, there's a world of people out there who think that if they disagree with you, they're entitled to go and punch you in the face. <laughs> and they think they're the good guys. They think they're the good guys. Ah, Oh, it's fucking hard to contain. If you, you think you're the good guy and you go around punching people in the face because they don't think like you, you guess what? You're not the good guy. You fucking bellend. You're a bellend. You're a bad guy. You're the bad guy. You. You, motherfucker. You're the bad guy. Oops. Sorry to break it to you. You're the bad guy. I ain't give a fuck what you think. I don't know. Like, I've said this before. Watch out for the virtuous. Anyone who thinks they are virtuous, on you're not virtuous. Virtue, by definition, doesn't recognize itself as being virtuous because it's an innate. So if you're out there trying to do anything like, oh, this is, I'm virtuous. I'm doing a good thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go punch this guy because he's a bad guy. Ding dong, you're a fucking bellend. Is what you are. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's actually really easy from a distance. Like I'm not fucking in this. I'm not like in this shit. So I can see from my fucking vantage point, who the good guys and the bad guys are. The bad guys are the ones going around punching people in the face. The bad guys are the ones going on people's Facebook pages, calling them N-bombs. This is what I see. Like, the, all these people who think they're the good guys right now, they're the, the people that they're calling N-bombs aren't going around. I don't see this anyway. It's the people who think they're good who are going around doing really fucked up shit. From where I can see it, maybe the other other ones are not whatever. This like putting insides, whatever. But you guys 
are fucked up. You're just wrong. You're dark. You need to fucking check yourselves. Because going around punching, sucker punching people in the face, like, that's the point when anyone with a half a functioning brain can see that it is you who are the bad person. You are the person who would be siding with the N-bombs. You are the person who would be doing all that shit. Because you're that fucking ideologically possessed that you think it's okay to do shit like that. It's not okay. We live in a fucking society. This is a society. And it's a fucking delicate balance. It's a really delicate balance between what we have here, which is beautiful and amazing and complete chaos. And the bit, the bit where the, the balance is undone is where you can go. You're not sure if you're able to walk out your fucking house and not get punched in the face. At the point where you're like, huh, if I walk outside, maybe I'll get punched in the face. That's when the fucking delicate balance of our society is undone. And if you are undoing that shit, you are fucking wrong. You are fucking anti-human and you need stopping. And uh, yeah, fuck you. Also, you fucking weirdo. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you think you, like, that your, your will is so correct that you could enforce it on the world with violence? Pretty sure that's fascism. I, I ain't got dictionary.com up right now, but pretty sure. Pretty, pretty sure. Anyway. Ding, 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 ding. It is otherwise. Other, other than creepy shit like that happening, it is a beautiful time to be alive. It is the, the best time to be alive. And, uh, and for, because it's the best time to be alive, we can't be letting those people do those fucked up things. Estrada Das says, will there be Watts Wave posters? Yes. And uh, there are actually currently Watts Wave posters. If you go to akiridadon.com slash shop, you will find a, a Watts Wave posters. But there will be posters for the new Watts Wave project also. Yes. Yes. Eccentric naturalist. This got super deep super quickly. <laughs> yeah, right? Funny how that happens. Fenrir says, who's the greatest rapper of all time? Notorious B.I.G. or Jordan Peterson? Well, William Shakespeare, obviously. Ding dong, duh. Shit. What was that beautiful fucking uh, thing? Uh, I forgot to tweet that we were live. I keep doing this. Uh, Mod Gang. All right, Mod Gang. YouTube Hero Alex. Um, I'm sure you're busy. But anyway, Mod Gang out there listening. Hit me up in the Discord. We need to get even more efficient next week. We need to keep getting more efficient. All right. We've got to get better at this shit. And we're going to do it together like a fucking wavy gang now 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 yeah with regards to that question our revels now are ended these are our actors as i foretold you we're all spirits and are melted into air into thin air and like the baseless fabric of this vision the cloud-capped towers the gorgeous palaces the solemn temples the great globe self yea all which it inherit shall dissolve and, like this insubstantial pageant faded, leave not a wreck behind. We are such stuff as dreams are made on. And our little life is rounded with a sleep. Bruh! Bars! Bars! Oh my god! Bars! Bars! Bars, William! Bars! My fucking god. Eccentric naturalist. This got super beautiful super quickly. <laughs> Edward Riggins says, wavy gang, gang, gang. You're correct. You're correct. Carl Wiggum says, yeah, bro, I'm 41 minutes late into this. Yeah, you fucking am. You am. Haiku King says, when is Don Con? Yeah, well, oh, that rhymes. You can't put Con in the name of a thing anymore. Not since uh, Tara Con. Certain YouTubers are just ruining these things. 
yeah, we need to get together and work this out. Join the Discord. Link is in the description of the YouTube video. Uh, if you're on Instagram, you want to know, join the Discord, you should. Navigate via the link in the bio to any YouTube video. It's got the link in it. Join the Discord. And uh, we, there we can plan our beautiful Don Festival. Our beautiful DonCon. Yes. The Meaning Rave. Exactly. Ah. There you go, Meaning Rave. I love that. <laughs> Kuroji Setsu says wants to know is there a song or wave idea you've worked on uh, or thought of that you've hesitated to pursue and if so why also what do I tell my barber to get beard stripes well the last part of that question is easiest you just show them a picture of lovely me and then uh, you do that but, but don't copy me because these are my beard stripes god damn it Although, fuck it, whatever. I don't care. Um, yeah, why not? Wouldn't it be funny if like everyone had beard stripes and just walk around? Pew, pew. Uh, is there a song or wave idea I've worked on that I've hesitated to pursue? Yeah, I've hesitated to pursue JBP1. And the reason for that was I thought, man, like, because I wanted to do it. I was like, man, he, like, he could so much stuff that Peterson was saying I wanted to sample. It's like, fuck, I could do a whole album of this. Easy. Then I was like, would that be a bit much? Would that annoy people? Would people think it was insincere and then i was like you can't base anything on what other people think you have to keep reminding yourself that in life i don't care how fucking enlightened you are like you have to keep reminding yourself of this shit it's very well i don't know maybe there's people out there who are that enlightened but i have to keep reminding myself of all of these fucking wonderful lessons i have to i have to it's why it helps to have angels so like i said jocko is an angel and uh I recommend you getting an angel and just like whenever you're doing shit, like what would that person do? What would that person think? Because it, it, it might not even be a person. It's like an embodiment of a version of yourself that is the best version of yourself. It could be your angel. But it helps to uh, to make these things kind of more real. The uh, There's a bit in there's this new Venom movie coming out and I kind of think it's probably going to be trash. But there's something wonderful about the trailer. I don't know why. It's a bit like Prometheus. I kind of it was like dreadful, but it's also still wonderful, still magical. I have a feeling Venom is going to be the same because the Venom concept is just wonderful. The original, the early Venom McFarlane comics, I fucking love. There's just something really like deeply wonderful about that idea. An alien, the alien attaching itself to you, becoming a part of you, you in conversation with it. It, but it's like the shadow. It's the Jungian shadow. Venom is the Jungian shadow, right? In a because it's also really powerful. And you're like, yeah, well, if you were to, you know, harness your shadow, you would be more powerful. If you if you were to harness your own symbiote, you would be more powerful. Ooh, I've never thought about this like this. This is a real shit. Oh, shit. So, yeah, Venom is basically the Jungian shadow and incarnate. And Venom, the look of Venom is something that William Blake painted like 100 years ago. However long ago William Blake was fucking around. When was that? I need to dig that out, right? So Venom is an old, deep idea. And the movie is the close. It's very close to a lot of the the comic visualizations of Venom. So it's just it's just like it move. It's quite moving. It's, it's and it, I'm, I'm yeah. And uh, why was I even talking about this in the first place? Can't even remember now. <laughs> Damn, that's annoying. That that's going to ruin chopping this up for a useful piece afterwards because I nearly had a great point. I can't even remember. But yeah, the, so Venom Venom. The uh, movie looks like it's going to be dreadful, but it looks amazing. 
Yeah, I really can't remember why I brought that up. Anyway, never mind. Someone, someone can in the uh, chat can remind me. Oh no, that was it. Sorry, now I remember. Fine. So there's a bit in the Venom movie where uh, the Venom symbiote peels itself off Eddie, and it like a little head talks to him. So he's not just talking to himself in his head. He's talking to himself with almost like a fucking hand puppet. Now, Mr. Rogers used to do this. Mr. Rogers had a tiger puppet. And uh, he would have his tiger puppet. And the tiger puppet kind of embodied, like, the scared child that was still in Mr. Rogers. Everyone, still, everyone has the child still in them. This is something that has to be integrated. Like the shadow, it turns out. Shouts out to my beautiful wife. She worked this out this week. I hadn't really thought about that that in that fashion. And the more you think about that, the more it's like, oh, shit, yeah. Because the child in you never goes. It's always there. And, and uh, yeah, all these things have to be integrated. But anyway, in the Venom trailer, he's talking to himself, essentially, or this, the, his shadow self, the symbiote, like a fucking puppet. And this is something that it's good to do in real life, I think. You can sort of visualize yourself doing that. So, like, oh, okay, here's me, and here's, like, the Jocko awesome version of me. And you can have a conversation with the Jocko version of you, and you go, all right, yes, you're right. I won't have a Coca-Cola. That, that wouldn't actually add anything to my life. I will drink this beautiful water. And like, so step by step, I shall become greater and, and, and more powerful. And uh, yeah, that's a useful thing to do is to uh, sort of visualize an embodiment of the, the aspect of yourself with which you need to debate to, uh, to keep yourself in check and, and not fall down any holes. So there. Shout out to the Instagram. What up? Wallace Witt says, the Don is that out of body perspective. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, hey, shout out to wife. Wife has just joined. Hi, wife. Um, Edward Riggins says, sacrifice builds a brighter future. Truly, it does. It's the only thing that does. That's why sacrifice is so important and has been so important in human history. We worked that out a long time ago. A long, long time ago, we worked out that sacrifice is, is just necessary if we're going to improve anything, anything at all in our life, in our society, in ourselves. Sacrifice is the only way. I'm I'm sorry, but it is the only way. Uh, yummy, man. Oh, yeah, but the, the other part of that question, is there a song or idea I've worked on that I've had? Oh, no, I answered that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yummy, man. What software do you use to make your videos? Usually I use Premiere Pro. So there. I use Premiere Pro. It's great. Uh, I use the whole Adobe suite. Actually, it's great. You pay like 50 bucks a month. You get everything up front you get new software just as as it appears i think this is a good model i like it dylan goose gauss says what kind of an impact has terence mckenna had on your life huge impact i first heard him when i was about 10 years old on a shaman record and he made me consider you know what better you know you walk around life and uh you walk around life like this right with uh like you got a little fucking pair of binoculars strapped to the front of your head and you can only see what you can see out the front of those little things but the, the, the actuality of, of the world is, is infinite and huge. And uh, certain people you come across in life, certain ideas and certain people, they kind of make that a bit wider. They make that little t vision tunnel, that way of looking at the world, just a little bit wider. And um, that's what McKen Terrence McKenna did for me when I was 10 years old. He made my way of looking at the world just a little bit wider. And uh, so thank you for that, Terrence McKenna. You beautiful, bad motherfucker, you. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, ooh, we're nearly out of time. Nearly out of time. Oh, my gosh. Well, Andre, Andre, imagine Akira and JBP on a HG podcast. Yeah, imagine it. Imagine it. Imagine it really hard, and it will happen. Okay? 
That's what you're going to do, baby. It all, like anything that exists was once an idea. That's all it ever was. It's once an idea. That's why I say this all the time, but I was told this by a scientist fan who said, Akira the Don, you artist people really need to be careful about what you put into your songs and, and your stories because us scientific people don't necessarily have creativity of that nature, but we will sure make it happen. So stop making fucking Terminator movies, Hollywood, you boring fucks. We don't need that reality. We're pretty much got it. We're almost there. So how's about we have some new science sci-fi that uh, predicts a more interesting future? I saw the uh, the they released a photo of yet another Terminator movie. This time they're going, okay, the past three have been dreadful. Let's pretend they didn't exist. We're going to make Terminator 3 with... Uh, you know, the, the Terminator 2 cast as if it was picking up sort of 20 years after that and they've released a picture. And and, um, and uh, Sarah Connor looks like Steven Tyler. Shouts out to her. Shouts out to Steven Tyler. He's a beautiful 65-year-old man. Whatever, however old he is. Beautiful 65-year-old man. And uh, I was like, oh, there's a dude in the middle of the picture. It's like three people. And the person in the middle looks like a very sort of effeminate dude. And um, I tweeted something to the effect of, oh, nice to see Steve Tyler and Robin are getting work. And then closer inspection revealed it wasn't even a dude. It was a chick. So I had to delete the tweet because that ruined the joke. Actually, was a female looking like a dude. So I would, I would, uh, if I was a betting man, I would bet that this movie will fail because uh, I know you're really, really pushing this agenda, but I don't think anyone really wants it. The original Terminator 2 was brilliant and it had a strong woman and you weren't going on about the strong woman aspect. It's like with Aliens. Aliens, amazing movie. I love that movie so much. Female, running it. Didn't even think about that as a kid. I wasn't there going, oh, look, it's a woman. I was just like, this character's awesome. She's a bad motherfucker. It wasn't, they didn't, weren't making a big, like a thing of it. It wasn't this forced, like, I don't know. Everything, I've, this is really an annoying thing. All those X-Men comics I read when I was a kid had as diverse a spectrum of in the in the modern diverse way of meaning diverse as possible and i never thought about it being an issue and it wasn't talked about as if it was an issue it's just what you expected that was the world where you're failing currently hollywood is when you're making this a big big thing and you're sort of forcing it in a in a way that's where the story isn't the first thing so there don't make us sad all right Make great stories, please, and you will you will succeed. That's all we want is uh is is great great stories and shit that that fires up our imaginations and makes us dream. That Jupiter Ascending movie, by the way, it's it's kind of panned, but uh, it really kind of made me dream. It fired up my imagination in a strange way. I remember seeing it in this in the cinema. And obviously, it wasn't fucking Scarface, or you know, it wasn't the Godfather, but uh. It fired up my, my heart and my imagination. And when your heart and your imagination kind of get going around the same time, that's, a, that's an important thing. So, yeah, more of that. More of that. And, uh, yeah, I think it's time to, to get out of here. The Vegan Steven says, love the first two, but please stop making more Terminators. Yeah. Come up with a new idea. Easy. Make a movie that makes us feel like those Terminators did. Those movies, like, ignited something in us. They ignited a wonderment, a sense of wonder. And they were both very, 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 very different movies. Same with Alien and Aliens. Now, I'm a, I think Alien is a fucking incredible classic, and I don't think Aliens stands up as well. But whatever. They were very, very different movies. And uh, they're, they're, yeah, 
please, please, Hollywood, don't kill yourself because you 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 have you still have stuff to offer to the world. Maybe do you? Or maybe you don't. Maybe you have to die. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, you are killing yourself, and it, and it's sad to watch. YouTube also, please don't kill yourself. You're a wonderful, wonderful thing out there in the world, and you've changed the world for the better. I truly believe. Please stop killing yourself by by populating yourself with aspects of the thing that you that you replaced you replaced television television you showed us a better way don't don't turn into that or don't try turn into that don't do it to yourself we love you we love you we love you we're here for you we want you to survive we want you to thrive all right anyway uh yeah thanks to everyone for being here thanks to everyone for your questions my apologies as ever for anyone's questions I didn't see. There's lots of them. I truly, truly appreciate each and every single one of you. I really, really do. And uh, yeah, join the Discord and we can continue these conversations during uh, during non-Ask Akira hours. And uh, yeah, stay on the wave. Bless up, Dan. Bless up, Death Dragon. Bless up, Felix. Death Dragon says, keep it up, Akira. You motivate me every day. Well, you motivate me every day. That's what you do. So thank you. Bye to Slovakia. Shouts out Slovakia. Thank you to YouTube hero Alex for uh, holding it down in Modland. Thank you to Dr. Peppers, Sir Peppers, for supplying the questions, keeping that shit on lock. Uh, thanks to everyone who's part of this wave, right? We are the wave. No, we're not. I got that wrong. <laughs> we are the wave. All of us together is the wave. That's what it is. Individually, we are not the wave. We're merely riding the wave, but together, Together we make up the fucking wave. And let's ride this bitch into the future. Let's fucking do it. All right. Let's fucking do it. Hold tight. Uh, go check out the Akira the Don Lo-Fi Hip Hop Sample Pack if you like making music. That will make making music very easy and fun for you. Uh, look out for a video on the channel showing that off. Uh, What's Wave 4, the album, is nearly done. Look out for that. JBP Wave, the album. Look out for that. And lots of other wonderful things that are going to surprise and delight and entertain you for many moons to come. My name is Akira the Don. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Peace. Fuck. Out. You bad motherfucker. You. <laughs>